Welcome back to another petty episode of Legally Judgy. I'm Alexa. And I'm Petty Nicole. Petty Nicole. Petty Patty. That actually has a good ring to it. Yeah. Petty, well, Petty Patty certainly does, but Petty Nicole also works. It, it sets, that's Petty me. Nick. That's me. Petty Nick. Um, my friend, we are going to get right into our judgy announcements. Yes. Uh, we want to shout out our Patreon, as always. So for all you listeners who just can't get enough... Uh, and then for those who feel like you have, you really haven't. So you should sign up for our Patreon. We got an uncut episode for you, extra segments, our personal intros. We have our community hub with behind the scenes footage, personalized polls, Q&As, just more of us. And then also minisodes where yep. we break down smaller legal issues and pop culture. Mm-hmm. I think they're a lot of fun. Love it. And we got a shout out to our new patron, yep. Rachel G. Hey, Rachel. RG in the house. Okay. All right. I hope she liked that. I hope she feels very welcomed, <laughs> Rachel. It felt, it felt special special to me. You're our girl. Can't even say that word. So we also have our YouTubes mm-hmm. where we've got all of our pop culture roundups and our episodes are also up there if you'd rather stare at our beautiful cover art while we talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so join us on YouTube. Sounds nice. Yeah. And since this is the last episode of the month, we have to remind all of our judgy listeners that next week we're off. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just don't be don't be too sad. Go listen to old episodes. Go tell other people about us. Yeah. You can rewatch things. Mm-hmm. Re-listen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why not? We drop nuggets in every episode. So little nuggy nugs. We'll rewind. Yep. Rewind. All right. Should we get into today's episode? Let's do it. So today mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about Zane. Gigi and Yolanda, mm-hmm. the stars of the episode. There's a lot going on here. And I think we've talked about this before where rea- this is not reality. They're not on a reality show, but I feel like when things happen to real life families and friends and relationships, mm-hmm. it just stings a little bit more yeah. than usual. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think, listen, obviously, I think so much has come out about this and it's it's a crazy situation, right? Because to your point, there's like, there's also a child involved, right? Mm-hmm. Like Zane and Gigi have a baby mm-hmm. who's going to have to grow up and, you know, read about this potentially. I don't know. Do people Wikipedia their parents when they're famous? I, I would. would. Yeah. Okay. We're <laughs> nosy as fuck. I'm That's so why. nosy. For sure. Oh if I could wiki my parents now, I would, but they're just not famous. I'm just so. glad my mom's not Kim K. There's nothing. No wow. offense, but no. I don't want to have a sex tape about my mom like yeah. online. That's all. No, that would no be shame awkward. for her as an individual. Just like if she was my mom, I don't want to that would be think of my mom that way. You know, a thousand percent. Okay. But anyways, I say that to say that this is a very sad situation. I feel like we should at least start with saying that we do obviously do not condone violence. Um, that's not... We're, we're not pro-violence on Legally Judgy. Uh, Correct. Also, you know, probably should drop a trigger warning in here because there is mm-hmm. some more serious allegations in our, you know, normal kind of like run-of-the-mill episodes. So right. talking about assault here, yeah, what she was accused of. So yep. with that, just keep it in mind, um, judges, and let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, you want to tell us about Zane or you want me to tell I you about like Zane? I you should. You really like him. I just... Your well, eyes light up when you talk about him. Okay. Given the allegations against him, I can't say that I'm 100% on board with him now. Not necessarily his actions. I think it's his hair. I think he's beautiful. Yeah, okay. Is what it's always <laughs> That's been. That's fine. I told you, I have a lot of male crushes and he has always been one of them. That's fine. But you're right, his hair in particular, because mm-hmm. I want my hair to look like that. Mm-hmm. It's always vain and comes back to me, really. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's talk about him. He is a singer, which I'm not sure you knew before this episode. <laughs> I just he was just like an attractive man who happened to be on my Instagram from time to time I was like what does this guy do is he a Calvin Klein model yeah (laughs) that's hilarious I'm glad we have the same taste in men okay so 
He has his big break in 2010 when he auditions for season seven of The X Factor, and he ends up doing pretty well. Fun fact, on the morning of the audition, Zane was so nervous he didn't want to go, and he was literally staying in bed. Luckily, his mom forced him out and convinced him to go. So basically, I hope he's now bought her something very nice because... I would definitely be that parent who's like, you're only here, well, literally on earth because of me, but you're also only rich because of me. So (laughs) where's my PJ? Oh, I know. Always comes back to the PJ. I know. That's why I'm going to be there as an auntie to your kids to be like, it's okay. Just give her some time. <laughs> you, no, just give her some money. What do you mean time? Your I don't kid's going to be like five years old and you're like, where's my money? Yeah. And I'm going to be like, it's okay. Just like, earn your keep a here. Bit. <laughs> Poor little kids. Anyways, he actually ends up getting eliminated in the second to last round of the show. But judges Nicole Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls mm-hmm. and Simon Cowell, the Major resident asshole. asshole that we all know and love, depending on who you are. Um, they group him with his fellow competitors, Harry Styles, Na- Niall Horan, Liam Payne, and Louis Tomlinson to make One Direction. Mm. They'd go on to finish in third place, which I did not know that. Mm. But obviously, they find real success after the show because they become one of the best-selling boy bands of all time. Mm. But I need to say, loyalty is loyalty. Team Insync, five ever. Love you, JC. I know. You know I'm Team Backstreet Boys. It's all about the instincts. Nick Carter, the literally instincts. toxic, very toxic. Now that I see the person that he has turned out to be, but back then he was not the he was not this person. It's not shocking to me that you're Backstreet over Insync. It is shocking to me that you're Nick Carter. I'm very surprised by that. I would have pegged you for like a Brian oh. or AJ. Oh. Yeah. I would think AJ, but I'm like maybe if not him, Brian. And not Howie. But Nick was like a tall, sporty man, and you know me, a tall, sporty man. You know, you thought Nick was sporty. He was, I mean, he was like, he was like the most like manly of the crew, in my opinion. Nick? Yeah. I don't know. Let's move he on. He looks like Lance Bass to me. But anyway, like he, he was just too pretty. Like anyway. Yeah. Let's get. I like a mix. All right. Go on. So anyways. um, Yeah. Okay. So you, you, you summarized it pretty well. They were in One Direction, I, which I really was not aware of as a thing. Like I had heard the name. Okay. But I had to Google like what they Sing? did, what they sang. Oh, did, what was One Direction? <laughs> I just. Have you heard of One Direction? I had heard of One Direction because I have a younger sister, right? And so like, okay. whatever that. But I didn't know any of their music. So it was like, wow, how are they so big? And I've never heard any of their songs. And then uh-huh. the first one that came up was What Makes You Beautiful. And I was like, oh, I guess, yeah. That's Did not, you listen just, like, to it? just like gives me Disney vibes. Did you listen to it? For five seconds and I stopped. A lot of boy bands are just not the same. I feel like every generation is going to feel that way about their boy bands. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't feel like Backstreet or NSYNC sounded like Disney. No, not at all. Especially Backstreet. I will say they're a little bit more R&B. But yeah. anyway. Well, so Zane ends up leaving the band in 2015 after about five years, and he said that he wanted to try and live a normal life, though, of course, rumors swirled that the split was because he didn't get along with the other members, which they all denied because, you know, PR. It's probably not great to say you hate each other and still profit from said band. Not that I'm a One Direction fan, but I really did believe in those rumors. Oh, okay. When it was happening. There was just too many of them. I just didn't, you know, I didn't know them, so I I wasn't attached to that storyline. I'm just going to give you a couple of my tidbits. But so shortly after he leaves, he alludes to having a solo career and is later seen by himself with a, rec- a record producer right before releasing a solo song and shortly after he ends up signing with rca records the rest is really history you know zane released albums he was nominated for grammys the usual mm-hmm. now on the other side of this story we have Gigi hadid mm-hmm. who is a model if you did not know did not know that okay had no idea and something you also you might not know her real name is jelena oh jelena Gigi. with a j okay. too with a j was what's the weirdest part like that is weird. Why would I guess, you not at least use the same letter for the GG? I guess J-I-J-I wouldn't have looked as good as G-I-G-I. Fair. Optically, it's Americans, not great. Americans, yep. 
So Gigi is the daughter of an uber, uber wealthy real estate developer by the name of Mohammed Hadid and former model Yolanda Hadid, who are now divorced. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, Yolanda is probably most well known for her four seasons on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which she was on from 2012 to 2016. And so when she first appeared on the show, she was actually married to world-renowned musician, world-renowned musician David Foster, who has shmoney. So he's got much money. so much money. It's so disgusting. So much money. I wish I was a music producer or a writer. I feel like those that are the money. Ones, they just make so much money. But it's the back money. in the day ones, though. It's back yeah. in the day when you had like all the royalties. Like it's not the same anymore. He got in at a great time. Mm-hmm. That ha- watching those seasons and seeing his house. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my God, gorgeous. Insane. Well, she no longer has that house because they're now divorced. Oh, okay. So, okay. Sorry, so Yolanda. Divorcing everybody. <laughs> just okay. left and right. Okay. So on the show, she actually wasn't very like liked by I don't think most of the cast members but I think even more so the fans people just were not obsessed with her Mm -hmm. and she was pretty problematic so some examples she was actually seen in a couple different scenes regulating what and how much her daughters even her daughters ate Mm -hmm. and so she even chastised Gigi in one scene for eating some of her own graduation cake yeah I remember that and then like another scene she was Gigi was I guess getting ready to shoot a campaign and at Mm -hmm. the end she was I can't wait to have a burger and Yolanda was like well maybe like a bite or two Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's so sad like goddamn, this kid's like 16 who doesn't want to I want a burger now yeah and I this is like the least forgiving part of my life so far as okay so that's not shocking that she's toxic what's also shocking to me is that she felt that she could say that on camera Mm -hmm. too where I'm like is that privilege is that just not understanding the way the world works usually because the shame is so real for her I would I would think that most people would try to act better when the cameras are rolling and she didn't even try to hide it. I was going to say, if she says that on camera, you can only imagine what she says when the cameras aren't around about what they eat and what they do. Yes, but I so completely agree. There were many, many scenes of her chast- chastising Gigi and Bella for their food. There was some controversy around how she portrayed her chronic Lyme disease illness and even disclosed medi- uh, Bella's medical issues. Mm-hmm. She, in one scene, claims that Lisa Vanderpump's husband, Ken, hit her, even though that was, like, literally not what happened on camera. She said he, like, yeah. struck her. Mm-hmm. But then they, of course, you know Bravo's messy, so they rewinded the scene, like, ten times in slow motion, and he, like, <laughs> gently pushed her hand out of his face or something. Right. So a little bit of a liar. And then in a couple scenes, she also worries that her daughter, I can't remember if it was Gigi or Bella. It was Gigi. She worried whether Gigi was a lesbian because she wore sweatpants and played volleyball. Like literally used those words. And then was just generally not really painted as like the world's most loving mother. I wish I could tell her like, hey, I never played volleyball and back then didn't wear sweats and look what happened to me. So look, well, now you wear sweats. That's so. not a shoe win. I mean, yeah, now I do. And now I should go take up volleyball because I didn't know that's what made it I'm me in into lesbian. Well, so. Should we go play some volleyball? Let's no, you shouldn't. Your husband's not going to like that volleyball because you'll be a lesbian (laughs) um so yeah notably you know yolanda really just like manages and pushes her daughters into their modeling endeavors um because she was formerly a model Mm -hmm. i don't know if she actually still models it's a i don't think so she's she's, i mean she's older but that doesn't mean anything i feel like she's really you know has lamented about her lyme disease and it seems like she doesn't do much of anything Mm -hmm. um since the show right i can't i don't really see her around anymore the way that she used to be um, but she's giving us like I would say Chris Jenner vibes, but not as well because look at the empire. Not as cool. Not you know, as nice. It's just not. Mm-hmm. At least Chris is entertaining. Yeah. You know, we got some great memes and gifs out of her. But For sure. Anyways, okay, back to Gigi. So 
her big break in quotes happened when she was just two years old. Mm. I don't know if you knew mm-hmm, that, but mm-hmm. she was discovered in quotes mm-hmm. by Paul Marciano, mm-hmm. who's the owner of Guess, mm-hmm. and she became a baby model. Mm-hmm. So I bet Yo-Yo was like passing around headshots as soon as Gigi stepped, uh, stopped being like a wrinkly newborn. Right. Yo-Yo? So do you mean Yolanda? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you. Yeah. yeah you didn't. I'm going to call her Yo-Yo okay. from now on. That's um, fair. She Yo-Yo's. Or, or Yoli. I don't know if I, <laughs> ha- I feel good about Londa, like so I'm just going to go with Yo-Yo. I like Yo-Yo better. But like two years old, like the Crazy. kid is barely, I don't know. Not even, like not putting full, together full sentences. Like still salivating, right? And you're right? farming can your you, kid, yeah, your kid out. Yeah. Can you control the drool yet? Yeah. I don't know. So I just found it amusing because in her bios that I was reading, it said that she took some time off of modeling mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to focus on school. <laughs> so I'm like, elementary school? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You, what does it mean to take time off when you started when you're two? But she returns in 2011. And in 2014, she walked in New York Fashion Week and was on the cover of famous French fashion editor uh, Karen Reutfeld's. Roy- Roy- Am I saying I that right? I actually don't know how to say her last okay. name. It's Karine because she's, you know, French. So Okay, I watched, I watched a YouTube video because I was like, how do you say this? Um, and she said, yeah, she did say Colleen. Colleen. And I was like, so do I say Karen or do I say Karine? <laughs> like, because I'm not going to say it with a French accent. Fine. Anyway, that lady, she apparently has this uh, famous uh, CR fashion book. Mm-hmm. It's a magazine she started with the latest trends and beauty tips. It's a really it used to be like really big. People you really were, should have been the one to intro to that. It. Sorry, it's I fine. It's okay. <laughs> There's some fashion. There's things. The end. That you don't care about. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so Clearly. Gigi otherwise has like a Kendall Jenner-esque rise to fame. You know, she has a bunch of shows, magazine covers, etc. And now she's kind of in everything. She's also had some legal issues along the way because you can't be famous without a few legal problems. Who doesn't? So in 2017, she was actually supposed to go to Shanghai for the Victoria's Secret fashion show. But at the last minute, her visa was revoked by the Chinese government after a video went viral online showing her imitating Buddha and mocking the shape of his eyes. Not not good. Major yikes. Not good at all. And then in 2019, she was sued by photo agency exclusive for copyright infringement in New York. After she posted on her Instagram a paparazzi photo, they claimed they took that she took that they took of her without her permission, mm-hmm. their permission. Oh my God, that was a lot. Was, Why can't I say that? Okay, a little tongue twister. Basically, the pa- the pap said you can't post that photo. We took it. We own it. We own it. Not cool. Yep. So copyright, we've talked about this a lot. It's a intellectual property protection law that gives exclusive legal rights to the creator of an original expression. So an example: authors have copyright in their books that they wrote. Painters have copyright in their paintings. And infringement occurs when you sell, distribute, or publish someone else's copyright without their permission. And as we've talked about before, photographers are the copyright owners in their photographs, not the people they take pictures of. So here, Exclusive is saying that they're the copyright owner and that Gigi needed to ask permission before reposting. Interestingly, the case ends up getting dismissed by the judge based off of a technicality that's specific to New York, which requires a copyright owner to register the copyright with the copyright office before they can bring a copyright infringement claim. So apparently Exclusive failed to do this when they filed their lawsuit. They tried to do it after and the judge said, nope, sorry, too late. The interesting thing here, though, is that people were really watching this case because one of her defenses was that she was a co-author of the photo because she posed for the picture. I guess this is one mm-hmm. where the paparazzi, like she saw them mm-hmm. and she just mm-hmm. was being nice and like posed for it. Yeah. So their argument was she creatively contributed to the photo itself mm-hmm. and therefore she didn't need to get permission from them to post it. Mm-hmm. This, had it gotten litigated and if the court agreed with her, would have really changed things, especially for celebrities and paparazzi. So 
because we've talked about this like in the Khloe Kardashian, yeah. like all these other instances where celebrities want more control over, I think, paparazzi pictures, this would have changed things. But like I said, it got dismissed. So we'll never know. We'll find out at some point. Mm-hmm. But enough about Gigi as an individual. Let's get into Gigi and Zane, the real reason that we're all here. And, you know, husband and I were actually talking about the fact that I don't think they had a couple's name. There was no like Benefer for them. That's true. Or Kravis. Will they, will they be like Zagey? Jane. Jane. G- <laughs> I work. was going to say Jizz. That's not good. No. Jizane. Okay. Jizane. And we're going to move on. So Gigi and Zane started dating in the year he went solo in 2015, but broke up multiple times after that drama, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. peak, again, peak again. teenage drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they end up getting back together in 2019 and had their daughter Kai in September of 2020. So she's a little over a year old now. And they've been living on a ranch in Pennsylvania, which actually happens to be next to Yolanda's since the pandemic started so that they could spend time together and raise Kai and, of course, like get out of the cities because, you know, it was complete fucking madness with the pandemic starting. Mm-hmm. I personally could, A, not live on a farm forever. Yep. yep that's a good point. Like at, literally any point, at any point. Any point of time. I would saying. save like a couple of days for a cute staycation, I guess. A farm. I also would not want to live next door to my parents or my husband's parents because I just feel like distance is, is good for the soul. You know what I mean? I, I think I agree, too. Mm-hmm. I think I was on the phone with my mom a couple weeks ago, actually, and she mentioned that once. Um, I don't know why in the in the conversation, but I'm glad that my mom and I have that understanding. It's just nice to miss people. You, you know? don't need to be like right next to each mm-hmm, other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there were rumors that Zayn didn't necessarily get along with Yolanda. Um, he thought that she had leaked Gigi's pregnancy to the paps and that, and he also hasn't really loved some of the pictures that she's posted with Kai because he's really concerned with his daughter's privacy and safety, which obviously completely makes sense. Like she's a baby. He wants to protect her, keep her face out of things. And Yolanda's posted some things where, you know, you could see probably more of Kai than he would have liked. I'm not shocked by any of this, can I say? Uh, based mm-hmm. on her behavior mm-hmm. with her own daughters, I can imagine she'd be... She's a mom, like a helicopter mom, and I imagine even worse. With a grandkid. Yes, the grandkid, about what she thinks should be done. Yeah, so for sure. Mm. Well, so all of this time when the ranches together comes to a head in late September this year. So Gigi was out of town in France for Paris Fashion Week, and allegedly Yolanda stopped by their ranch house uh, to check in on Zane and the baby. And the house, I should know, is in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I don't know if that's relevant to anybody, but... Just FYI, in case case you you want to drive by. (laughs) And so, again, she allegedly stops in to, like, unannounced to check on Kai. So approximately one month later, rumors start to swirl that Zayn and Yolanda had gotten into an altercation while they while she was there visiting. And it seems like somebody may have leaked the story to TMZ because mm-hmm. TMZ was the one who unshockingly broke this news. Right. That's what I found shocking but not shocking. TMZ leaks everything. And I, but the way that they said it, they said that basically someone told them, like right. there was a leak. Right. Who yeah. in the inner circle would have leaked this? Yo-yo. I'm, you know, not going to, yeah, allegedly. Not saying any names. I'm just but saying. But if I had to say a name. Yo-yo. And I think there's <laughs> nothing wrong with that because she can't prove that we're talking about her. Yeah. So allegedly, Zane may have felt Yolanda was imposing too much into their home and just raising their daughter generally. It's since come out that he'd often work late into the night and sleep for part of the day and that she'd frequently just barge in and and do whatever she wanted as she pleases, even interrupting his sleep. Mm -hmm. And on this particular day, it was reported that she didn't even knock or call before stopping by. That's not it. That that is not past the vibe, Jack. Exactly. So what I'm getting is she's probably judging him for this stuff. And I think he felt like, hey, I am capable of raising my daughter just because I'm not up by 5 a.m. and doing the things that other people do. Mm -hmm. I'm making music at night. Like, leave me alone. Right. 
So Zane posts on his Instagram um, in his stories, which I think Nicole and I just love. Love the story. It feels super, <laughs> super personal. Meaningful. Yeah. I think it was also on his Twitter too, but you know, right. at least that lives <laughs> in a little like 20 longer. tweets. Yeah, exactly. So he said, this is going to be a long one, but it's important. As you all know, I'm a private person and I very much want to create a safe and private space for my daughter Kai to grow up in. A place where private family matters aren't thrown out into the world stage for all to poke and pick apart. In an effort to protect that space for her, I agreed to not contest claims arising from an argument I had with a family member of my partner's. I wonder who, who entered our home while my partner was away several weeks ago. This was and still should be a private matter, but it seems for now there is divisiveness and des- and despite my efforts to restore us to a peaceful family environment that will allow f- for me to co-parent my daughter in a manner in which she deserves, this has been leaked, in quotes, to the press. I am hopeful, though, for healing and for all involved with the harsh words shared, and more importantly, I remain vigilant to protect Kai and give her the privacy she deserves." Ooh, that's tough. That was that was a lot. That's so, a couple big things to note, right? Okay, you're like, okay, he pleaded no contest to these claims mm-hmm. of an argument. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. he said that it was leaked, so he's confirming Allegedly. what TMZ yeah. is saying that it was leaked, right? Yep. His his rendition of yep. things, and that he wishes a family member basically minded their own business. Mm-hmm. Feels all fair. Okay. Yep. Interesting to me. So the day after his post, more information comes out about the altercation, aka leaked police reports, because that's the messiness for that gover- we live in for government functioning. Mm-hmm. And so four criminal charges were filed against Zane. He had two counts for allegedly harassing Yolanda, one count for allegedly harassing Gigi, and one count for allegedly harassing a security guard, John McMahon. And so with respect to Yolanda and the two counts, you know, against him for harassing her, allegedly, she claimed that he grabbed her and shoved her into a dresser, causing her mental anguish and physical pain, and that he used, in quotes, lewd, lascivious, threatening, and obscene words against her. He allegedly called her a fucking Dutch slut and told her to stay away from his fucking daughter. So very... Not good. Mm -hmm. Um, Can I just interrupt you here? Because I know we don't have this uh, coming up, but I even saw that at one point he made a reference to something. I'm not going to say it as crudely, but sperm in his testicles. And nobody knew the context for it because the police report, which we were able to get ourselves because it's online. It leaked. Yes. um, (laughs) Yo-yo. Yes. Yo-yo. Did you do that? (laughs) Yo-yo. Stop that. So basically, it's handwritten police report, right? Clearly from a police officer who's probably just taking notes based on testimony Mm -hmm. that he's getting from the various parties. Mm -hmm. And so there's just like random quotes that don't even create like a full storyline. It was Mm -hmm. very weird. So that particular quote from Zane about the sperm from his testicles was just like randomly put in the report. And I'm like, what was the context? And even even these like... um, tabloids that we were reading they they even said we have no idea what the context was for that but Mm -hmm. clearly things got heated so as to Gigi and the harassment claims against her obviously we you said right she was in Paris at the time but he's charged with harassing her over the phone during the argument with her mom apparently he told her to strap on some fucking balls and defend your partner against your fucking mother in my house he really likes the F word. Gotta love him. Yeah. Those those <laughs> Brits. Um, feisty little guy. I do enjoy the F word. I mean, yeah. We we try to stop saying it so much on the episodes yeah. that we do, but we do. Um, it's the law firm in me. Yeah. It's it's the East Coast training that you got. Okay. And then the last, there's the security guard, John McMahon, that we mentioned, who also, you know, one count of, against Zane was 
in connection with his behavior with the security guards. And so this security guard was allegedly harassed when uh, Zane challenged him to a fight and was also cursing at him and said, in quotes, get the fuck out of my fucking house, copper, which is very British. Copper. Calling the guy a copper. It was like, okay. This I was pe- like, what's copper? It gives me Peaky Blinders vibes. So I was like, oh, somebody has been watching a little Peaky Blinders. I have a question. Yeah. I'm hoping you can answer it. Mm-hmm. Why was a security guard even there? Who's security guard? It sounds like it's Yolanda's. Yeah, it does. Yo-yos, I should say. I would imagine if it was Zane's security guard, he would be like, get her out of the house. Right. And right. not, you get out of my house. And obviously, we're getting bits and pieces from the police report, from court documents, but everything's pretty scant. We don't have like a full, wonderful storyline for us. So all we know is that a security guard was present. So to your point, I'm thinking it can't be Zane's security guard. Mm-hmm. It has to be Yolanda's. So did she go there knowing that she was going to start some shit? F some shit up? I know how you girls like to tussle. Right. Have you so, seen that trend on TikTok? No, I don't mm. go on TikTok. Damn it. Okay, well, somebody will think that's funny who's listening. I love that you've now discovered TikTok and then talk about trends. And you were like, I'm not going to get on it because I know what it's going to do to me. And look, it's it's been done. So news outlets start posting public records showing his guilty conviction. But you'll, you'll recall in Zane's statement, he said he pleaded no contest. So let's break down what that means, because this is going to be a little confusing. Mm-hmm. All right, here's my best at some Latin. Nolo contendere. <laughs> I have no idea if that's how you should say it, Romantic. But we're just going to go with it. Basically means no contest in plain, plain English, but literally that's how it's said on like, um, on like police reports yeah, yeah. and when you, f- and you plead things. I don't know why we haven't converted that one into English, but it's here we are. Over. Yep. Um, so that means that a defendant doesn't admit guilt, but essentially agrees to accept the punishment as though they were guilty. Mm-hmm. And they are, there are usually state-based restrictions on when this plea can be used and a judge has to offer it which we're going to get into, but that's important to note that you can't just plead no contest to anything and everything. Yep. Um, there are different reasons why people may want to plead no contest instead of guilty when it's available. Um, a couple of them, they can avoid going to court and therefore the public eye if they basically just plead now and then you don't have to go to trial and do the whole mess of being in the public eye because you basically are saying you're admitting that you're just going to take the punishment without having to be found guilty. Um, The defendant may believe the prosecution has enough evidence to convict them at trial, even if they believe they're innocent, right? Mm -hmm. So again, just avoid trial. It takes time, resources, not worth it. So fine, I'll just get it over with. Mm -hmm. Want to tell us a couple others? Yeah, so it can be a part of a plea bargain. So usually because you, you know, worked out a less harsh sentence with the judge in exchange for skipping over the trial and going straight to the sentencing phase. You can also avoid having a guilty criminal plea be used against you in civil court. And that's because in most states, a no contest plea to a misdemeanor charge can't be used against you in a civil court elsewhere, you know, for another case. Mm-hmm. So if you're in the middle of a civil lawsuit or think you could be sued civilly, sometimes it's better to just plead no contest if you think you can lose at trial because a guilty conviction would be used against you. Right. And so as an example, let's say we're in one of these states and Yolanda sues Zane civilly and tries to get money for a judgment, let's say for emotional damages or if she said that she had some physical injury from getting pushed into the dresser allegedly she wouldn't be able to use the no contest plea as evidence to then have him rendered guilty in that separate civil case right and important to note right you can have criminal and civil cases going at the same time yep. for same charges mm-hmm. criminal is going to be the government saying mm-hmm. okay are you going to go to prison or not mm-hmm. civil mm-hmm. yolanda to your point can go and try to get money for him yep. from him excuse me to pay for her medical bills yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. And so, you know, no, a no contest plea will look like a guilty plea on a person's record 
in most states, and they'll be subject to the same penalties, fines, etc., as if they had actually pleaded guilty. Interestingly enough here, various news outlets reported that in Zane's mail-in plea, because it's, you know, still pandemic, so you can mail some things in, in at least PA, um, he wrote in NOLO, again, short for NOLO contendere, however you, you say did that, that. <laughs> beautiful, which again means no contest. So he wrote in NOLO in response to all of the charges, but a court employee actually entered them as guilty pleas because no contest pleas were actually not an option for the alleged offenses that were happening here. So it's made the, the reporting a bit funky. So mm-hmm. it's worth just noting that he was doing no contest, but because of Pennsylvania and their specific state restrictions, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. it's just showing as guilty. So at any rate, though, it's likely that Zane wanted to plead no contest for a couple reasons. So one, he's obviously got his daughter Kai to raise, right? And I'm sure he didn't want to admit guilt and have this used against him in the child custody procedures that they're now going through because seemingly they're not together, which we'll get back to. Mm -hmm. Um, As you kind of mentioned, you know, there's like the public eye portion of it and he might not have wanted to fight it out in court with Yolanda, especially again, being the mother of or the grandmother of his child. And then last, but certainly not least, you know, he's got a career that he probably doesn't want to destroy, which we'll come back to. So stay tuned. Right. Which is why he made it clear in his statement. I said no contest. I didn't say I was guilty. Yeah. So Zane ends up getting sentenced to 360 days of probation, um, i.e. 90 days for each charge. Mm -hmm. So he also has to do anger management and domestic violence education programs. He's barred from having contact with Yolanda, which I'm sure he doesn't mind, um, or the security guard. And he had to pay a small fee. It was like two hundred and fifty or three hundred and fifty dollars it's not the worst case for somebody like him right you know i actually just thought about it when we were talking about this before i as i said i'm petty nicole mm-hmm. bringing the pettiness back mm-hmm. if i were him i would have been like you know i can actually bring a charge against you for trespassing because if you came into my home without my consent and just barged in like there's potentially some liability that yolanda could be facing and i'm sure again like it's that's kind of you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. small potatoes when Petty. you're looking at like harassment charges and maybe yeah. even assault. But she's really not like in the in the clean here, in the clear here with like what she did in her behaviors. I don't disagree. It's actually interesting to me because I'm thinking if if he felt like he really wasn't guilty, he probably didn't even have to plead no contest. So I wonder what else factored in for him. I'm thinking family ties, maybe his relationship with Gigi, maybe the deal was, hey, maybe Gigi, right, Gigi's on the phone. So maybe she's thinking, I don't care what is going on. Mm-hmm. We have a daughter together. So mom, you get your shit together. Yeah. Zane, you get your shit together. Let's just do what is best. Let's get this over with as quickly as possible. So Zane, no, ca- no contest or, yeah. you know, just get it over. We don't want to go into trial. Yep. And he's thinking, all right, I'm just going to do whatever's going to help expedite. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm thinking he did this. But a part of me, I don't know if this is my prideful side, would be like, no, I if I didn't do this, like, this is ridiculous, right? It's all of you guys up against me. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting it's tough one. one. And we're not going to know, right? There's right. not, this probably shouldn't have been public anyway mm-hmm. this got leaked mm-hmm. right because this was a month that, that's the other thing to me this happened a month ago mm-hmm. um prior to the reports coming right. out anyway right so this was probably long gone but to your point yeah he probably could have tried to go after her too yeah maybe even um countersued if as a fight ensued before that i can't imagine he just starts popping off 
for no reason, especially yeah. if she came in with a security guard. She could have used that. Could have even been self-defense, right? Like, we don't really know who, we don't, to your point, we don't know what happened and who did what. And so thinking about how she was on Real Housewives, which is, you know, not the most indicative thing ever, but like she, you know, was a little aggressive sometimes so if she was like waving instigator his, yeah if she was like instigating something and he like tried to push past her mm-hmm. to you know get away or take the baby away whatever the case is like it could have been a self-defense defense but yeah to your point i think he just wanted to make it go away and like keep his family as together as possible all things considered right which is why again the the no contest plea if it was available to him would have this would be an instance where okay let's not let's not drag this out longer than it has to yeah so after this unfolds, Zane was allegedly dropped by his record label, RCA, and his managers, though he is still repped by his agents and publicists. It's unclear if this was actually a result of the situation with Yolanda. Some There's been some speculation that it was actually because his last album didn't do as well mm-hmm. and or because he's been difficult to work with recently. So I had read even that they, he might, might have gotten dropped like before this even mm-hmm, happened. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there's been... More recently, some speculation that he has some substance abuse issues. Um, in particular, it sounds like weed and alcohol, um, which may be fueled by his anxiety and which may be fueling, excuse me, his anxiety and stress with being famous and and contributing to RCA's complaints. Yeah, I saw some reports too mentioning other drugs. I don't know if it's true. It's not even worth speaking about. But just to say that, I think that. We don't know. Yep. At the end of the day, yep. these are just reports, and who knows who's leaking them? And also how many people drink and how many people Mm -hmm. do weed, especially to manage anxiety. Mm -hmm. So we just don't know. So that being said, RCA's potential options for termination, if it was due to his behavior, because this is this has been brought up um, several times in Hollywood and the entertainment industry, where you hear things like morality clauses. Mm -hmm. And so Nicole, I'm hoping that you can break down for us what morality clauses are always so morality clauses are a provision in an agreement that allows a party to terminate for actions that might be unseemly or unethical and these clauses are written pretty broadly to cover violations of law behavior that subjects the other party to condemnation etc and apparently these have been around since the 1920s but just kind of came into public uh into like you know some of these like modern uh entertainment agreements i should say over the past few years and so this is really all to protect people's reputation Mm -hmm. so as a reminder we also discussed this in josh howley episode right because he had Mm, tbt the um the agreement with simon schuster that got terminated Mm -hmm. and so no in the entertainment industry there's actually no obligation to make or produce or publish a movie or a show or a cd cd how old am i i know i'm sorry i just aged myself crazy a record (laughs) so even if rca picked him up for six albums for example there's no obligation for them to actually release six albums though they probably have to pay him out because it's obviously like time and effort and all that so again there's the one option is morality clause which is basically rca's ability to terminate if they think he's done something unseemly or unethical here right and it's a reputational protection for them um there also could have been possibly, maybe, a breach of contract claim. Um, you know, if they had a term where Zane agreed not to use drugs, um, which could fall into probably the morality clause too. Seems unlikely given the industry. I'm pretty yeah. sure they would have that's no clients. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, my theory, if it was because of the album, not a breach of contract, but usually you have to hit certain milestones in your record company contracts, or else they have the right to drop you. Essentially, mm-hmm. like if your sales aren't hitting X amount of dollars, you're out. Mm-hmm. 
um, or even termination at will, which is a provision that would provide RCA to terminate the agreement at any time for any reason or no reason at all. Yep. I would say, though, Zane seems, you know, pretty high list celebrity enough to not have this type mm-hmm. of termination clause mm-hmm. in his contract. You know, this might be something that if you were lower level, you would have to agree to. Or if that was Zane, by the way, and you're listening, you got to get better lawyers because that shouldn't be in your contract. Yeah, agreed. So where things stand now, Zane, like you said, is now on probation and doing the required uh, anger management classes that we mentioned before. But the court actually did say that if within six months of, you know, his uh, his sentencing, there are no further violations. And if all the conditions are met, there would be they would not object to basically terminating the rest of the probation. So that would give him about six months off, you know, because he had the, mm-hmm. the year. Um, and allegedly some upcoming partnerships and brand deals have actually kind of dropped him, which, again, like makes sense. If this is true, it's not cool to assault or harass anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's there's definitely been some quick repercussions on his career just for right now. Yeah, there's just definitely a trend in the industry, right? If something goes wrong or blows up with a particular artist or a band or mm-hmm. whoever, a studio even, everybody wants to distance themselves because they don't know where that's going to net, net out and they don't want to be on a sinking ship. Right. Um, for Better or worse, because yeah. again, we're not going to know, but the allegations enough could serious be serious enough. Yeah, yeah. Could, are serious enough that they could tank right. um, someone's reputation. No one else wants to go down with them. Unsurprisingly, Jane, uh, Gigi, and Zane. Oh, Jane, Jane. that's their couple name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gigi and Zane have broken up. Again, not clear if this happened before or after the altercations. Rumors that they broke up before because of his recent drug use, but he did refer to himself as her partner when he called her on the phone during that dispute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that I also thought it was interesting because when he released his statement, he's, I think he said something about co-parenting the child. And I was thinking, did you break up afterward? Because co-parent, like, I don't think I would say, refer to my wife if we were together as co-parenting our child. No, I think you're probably right though, right? Because like when he called her while everything was happening, he was like, defend your partner, you right. know, and have some balls. So they probably broke up like right after, right. I suspect. Right. And so then by the time he was releasing the formal statement, he was saying things like co-parenting and raising his daughter the, right. the you know, the way that he would like, whatever. Exactly. Um, Gigi and Zane, though, are now actually working with a mediator to determine the co-parenting agreement. So of co-parenting. not together, clearly. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, though, he's been begging her to give him another chance and says that everything was an isolated incident. I don't know who knows this information and is leaking it. They need to get better friends if this is actually happening behind closed doors. But it right. seems like he would like another go around, maybe with less Yolanda time. Probably. Yeah. And I wonder if uh, she'd be down for that. I don't think that her siblings would um, because Bella and Anwar, her sister and brother, have followed Zane mm-hmm. after this there was like a weird cryptic um post that Bella made too a little subtweet about people working on themselves mm-hmm. so I don't know maybe that's like Bella being like Zane maybe we could work this out in the future but you got to get your shit together yeah which isn't like that's not the worst you know I think you could definitely say worse things that are like that are more inflammatory yeah I thought that, that was pretty polite I mean they're gonna probably they're gonna side with their mom and their sister if Gigi's also advocating for Yolanda's or should I say yo-yo's rendition of events but yeah. hey that's baby daddy so you got to make it work well his sister Walia um is maybe not feeling quite as generous so she basically hops on instagram to say that zane is loved by all and that in quotes karma comes after everyone eventually and that you can't screw people over your whole life and, that, and think the universe won't revenge get revenge on you basically oh, shit. so she's, she's she's pissed a little more on little, the nose with her statement. A little protective of her brother. Fair enough. Um, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, siblings, you know. Uh, but I think that they've generally, to your point, have handled it well. Yeah. 
I mean, she's just trying to defend her brother and yeah. she's probably going to believe him and he's saying he didn't do it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Agreed. Okay. So that leaves us with a summary of what happened. We don't actually know for sure. <laughs> no idea. Essentially, just the there report. was an unfortunate, <laughs> a very, very unfortunate family squabble mm-hmm. um, of sorts. It could be as little as a misunderstanding or if the allegations are true. Unfortunately, that means that Zane, you know, pushed his mother-in-law into a dresser. Um, And that's not great. So at any rate, it seems like the family might be working toward reconciliation and he's working on improving his anger management and Mm -hmm. all that. So we all wish them the best because you don't want that for any family and you don't want that in the public eye. You don't need that. So do you have any um, advice for our listeners? I would say if you don't fuck with your mother-in-law and don't live next door to her. That's good advice. So that she can't come in unannounced. Yeah. Uh, You can eliminate too much time with her. Okay. That's a good one. Um, that's that I got. I'm going to say you? that if you are a mother-in-law and you are concerned mm-hmm. about your mm-hmm. your uh, relationship with your granddaughter, do your best to get along with your son, your child-in-law. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to check on your granddaughter, don't bring in a security guard to do it because mm-hmm. you're probably sending a message to said son-in-law. Definitely Gen- letting some fires on the way in. Yeah, probably thinking you're not going to make him feel like you know you're about to have a cup of tea and get a uh, nice and cozy with each other. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck, Zane and Gigi. Mm-hmm. So now we can move into our Q&A, which is a, Q- little, a little more a. lighthearted. Q&A. So this week, one of our judgy judges said or asked, what's the pettiest or nice, nasty way that we tell people to mind their business? Which is very appropriate for this topic, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. I didn't even, yeah. Um, I didn't even think about that, Ty. Let me think. Let me think. I probably knowing me, I'm, I'm, I haven't, I don't think this has happened to me any time recently, but in my past, I probably would have played it off with a joke of sorts mm-hmm. and I would have brought it back on them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I, let me, let me go back in time. I think there was like a time where I was at a networking event and I was, um, trying to help recruit people. Uh, they were like law school students. And I think one of them asked me how much I made Oh, and I laughed and I thought, and I said, I think something very, I don't really think about some, sometimes things that come out of my mouth and I go, I make enough to pay the bills. Um, (laughs) and she laughed and I was like, you know, hopefully, hopefully you get a job that it's enough to make, to help you pay the bills too. Cause I have to be polite. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's a professional like environment. Mentor. Yeah. Esque. But in my head, I was like, why would you ask that? I need to give you tips on how to network. Yeah. You? I'm petty, so I'm definitely going to, like, say some petty shit. So somebody, this is actually appropriate timing. I love Thanksgiving clapback season when uh-huh. those start getting posted to Twitter. Love them. Yeah. So if somebody's like, I don't know, how's, what's something, like, ridiculous happening in my I- life? I don't fucking know. I have nothing. My life is very I mean, we've been in quarantine. Easy right now. Nothing's Ask. happening. But I would I would just spin it back on them. Well, do you get family members being like, oh, so when are you going to have kids? Like, that's what I think of with the holidays where you have like family members asking. I would be like, well, when are you going to a retirement home? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. It's like your grandma. Questions aren't. Don't care. <laughs> Listen, She's I have. Like, Sweetie, <laughs> I, don't, I just wanted a grandchild. <laughs> I'm like, that's cool. Go get one from one of the other people. I don't know. I'm just, I'm petty. So I'm definitely like not going to handle it as gracefully as you probably would. I, mm, I, yeah, I don't like to be that confrontational, Mm. but if, if someone really provokes me, I can, but this was like pettiest, nice, nasty. So I'm like, "Mm." I think if I got, I've gotten questions like that from aunts and uncles and I'm like, don't worry about it. You know, or it depends on who they are. If you're close to me, I'll be more candid with you. But if I don't know you, 
You can't come in here asking like personal questions. My favorite is the guy on Twitter who me and your wife often send back and forth. And like, it, it'll be like him mimicking family, sending something in a group chat being like, you know, I don't like, why are you so gay or something like uh-huh. that? And then he'll like respond like, well, why are you still fucking your sister's husband? Oh shit. I'm always like, love that. <laughs> love that energy. <laughs> so just like airing the family drama. Love it. I like to witness it. I don't want to be, I don't want to partake in it. Mm. So if you, uh, yeah, you can send them to me too. It's the conclusion of that. Sentence. I'll have to drop one next time you come okay. over to the family house. All right. That sounds good. Um, all right then. Well, uh, judges, thank you for listening as always don't forget to tell all your friends your family your besties your mother-in-law your mother-in-laws your your father-in-laws your son-in-laws your daughter-in-laws all the in-laws about us and with that thanks for tuning in to today's episode of legally judgy we hope you enjoyed listening to us talk as much as we love the sound of our own voices if you did please 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 subscribe rate and leave us a review also join us on our patreon for more judgy shits and giggles until next time bye